You're listening to the Unveiling Mormonism podcast from PursueGod.org. Join us every Monday as we pull back the curtain on Mormon history, culture, and doctrine. Find more resources to continue the conversation at PursueGod.org forward slash Mormonism. Hey, everyone. Today, we just want to give you a quick little uh, kind of a sneak peek, right, Bo and KD, a sneak peek into 2024. We're about ready to sign off for 2023. Next week, Christmas is coming up. The week after that is New Year's Day on a Monday. So you're not going to hear from us again until, what, January 8th. But we don't want to lose you. We want you to just get excited. You can't wait uh, for what's coming out. And so, Bo, why don't we just tell people what's what we're going to be coming out with on January 8th. Yeah, we're excited about this. And so anyway, for listeners, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Hopefully <laughs> you you know, you know get to share that with loved ones. We're excited. Um, our little kiddos are pumped for Christmas, by the way. So we're, we're getting excited for it over here. But what's coming on January 8th is uh, something that we've been putting together for a little bit. Uh, and it's essentially how to study your non-Mormon Bible. And, and this is a, a series that, uh, that we want to do where basically we're going we're gonna to go through principles of Bible study that, that Mormons might not necessarily be familiar with. Yeah. So like principles, like for example, one of the principles we're going to be sharing with you is that you let scripture interpret scripture. You know, so, so many cults get started because they, some leader or some charismatic leader pulls a scripture verse out of context and gets everyone to believe their interpretation of it or their spin on it or whatever. And then pretty soon they're doing that. Uh, and it's not just cults that can do this. I think church, any even good churches can sometimes do this. And we're going to so we're going to talk and the very first lesson episode of the year, we're going to talk about how to study your Bible. Like just good old-fashioned Bible study tips. And then and then the next several lessons after that is we're going to apply those those principles to some passages that are relevant and often misinterpreted and mistranslated. And Bo and Katie, we're going to let you kind of take the lead on some of those passages. Why don't you give us just a quick little preview of some of the some of the chapters in scripture that we're going to be studying? Yeah, there's some prominent chapters that that Mormons will recognize that that I taught on my mission all the time. I would teach this in seminary. Um, but you know, so for example, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, that's where Mormons get the kingdoms of glory. That's where they get uh, resurrected bodies of glory for celestial, terrestrial, telestial bodies. Um, Ezekiel 37, two sticks from heaven for those scripture mastery seminary students out there. Um, the stick of Judah, stick of Joseph. Uh, the, the first Peter three preaching in the spirit world. There's so many different passages that, um, that I would pull out of context to teach on my mission or to teach in seminary that, that Mormons often are taught. Um, without understanding those those verses biblically. So I'm excited to go through this as a Bible study uh, and, and see if we come to the same conclusion that, that Mormons do on these verses. Yeah, it's interesting, Bo, because I'm watching you in the studio, looking through your old Bible that you you have all these notes in that Bible from when, back when you were a faithful Mormon, probably back to your missionary days. And I, it's blowing you away to look at your own notes in the margin and how would you say it's fair to say that you didn't really understand how to study the Bible back then? Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, what I was doing, and, and as I read my notes in my Bible now, what I realized is what I was doing um, 
was <laughs> I was trying to soli- not solidify my worldview, but prove correct my worldview, right? That, that I had been taught. I don't know. There's probably a better way to say that. But, but essentially what I was doing is I was trying to prove Mormonism correct through the study of my Bible, right? And, and, and I, w- I would often link to passages from the Book of Mormon or passages from the Doctrine and Covenants, or I would link to a single verse that would, that would try to prove my point. But when I go back and read the verse I linked to in the Bible, it was actually something taken out of context that, that actually was, was trying to teach something completely different. So that's an example of some of the stuff I've noticed as I go back through my, yeah, my, my Mormon Bible. And, and for listeners that don't know what a Mormon Bible is, it's the King James version of the Bible. It's nothing special, but it's the LDS version. So the LDS publishes the King James version of the Bible with footnotes in there that include the Joseph Smith translation of the Bible. They include uh, cross-references to Book of Mormon scriptures, to the Doctrine and Covenants scriptures, to the Pearl of Great Price. They include some commentary. So that's what the, when we say the Mormon Bible, that's the King James version of the Bible we're talking about. But it's, it's interesting as I read through all my notes, I just see this person that was trying to prove their religion correct rather than trying to learn what the Bible and what God was trying to say in that verse, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's a word for that. We call that proof texting. So in Christian circles, we call that proof texting. And that's one of our principles is don't do it. Don't proof text. Don't start with a scripture, start with a verse and say, I'm going to try to prove, I'm going to try to prove my preconceived notion um, about this. And, and I'm going to pull some scriptures out of context to support this doctrine that I want to be true. And so that's an example of one of the principles we're going to be talking about. Again, it's called How to Study Your Non-Mormon Bible. It'll be a great way to kick off a new year as we have New Year resol- New Year resol- Everyone has those resolutions. Everyone's you know, going to start reading their Bible. Hopefully people will start reading their Bible more and go to the gym more and whatever else, you know, eat more vegetables or what, you know, the all the stuff that we say that we're going to do and then we stop doing them three days in. Well, we're going to hopefully continue to do those things as it relates to these spiritual disciplines. The other thing that we're going to do in 2024, guys, is to tell more stories. We really want, you know, we told a few stories in 2023. They were super popular. People loved hearing those stories. They're so relatable. And in 2024, we want to just, we, we kind of want to set a goal to tell a story, at least one story a month. And, and so a lot of our stories are from the people that we've encountered, guys, that people that you're discipling, people that I'm discipling. But we want to invite our listeners that if you want to tell your story on the podcast, shoot us an email and, and give us a quick summary of your story. Uh, you can email us at podcast at pursuegod.org. And maybe you'll be selected. Your story will be selected for 2024. Yeah, we're excited to hear your stories. Uh, you know, throughout the year, we've actually had uh, several of you email in and uh, and share your story with us. We want to hear more, and we'd love to feature you all on on the podcast. So, yeah, please submit those. And and while you're at it, while you're thinking about you know submitting or emailing us, we would love to hear more questions from you. We we get questions uh, almost every single week from from listeners, and we're going to start doing a Q and A um periodically throughout next year and so we want to be able to answer all the questions that are coming in and, and, and feature some of those questions on the podcast so if you could email us uh, at podcasts at pursuegod.org um, both your stories and your questions we'd love to hear from you 
Speaking of the Q&A, uh, here's a couple that I know we're going to be answering in the first quarter of next year. One is explaining the Trinity to a Mormon. That's probably our number one question that we get is, could you explain the Trinity? Help us to understand that we're going to do an episode on that. But another one is that we've gotten a couple times now is where do pastors get their authority? You know, we, we've talked a, a lot on this podcast over this last year about priesthood authority in Mormonism. Well, how how should we view pastoral authority in the Christian church? So for people coming out of Mormonism, looking for a good church, um, you find one and you might be asking, wait, why should I why should I submit to that pastor? Or what is what what kind of authority does that pastor have in my life if he doesn't have hold the priesthood? And we're going to be answering that question along with whatever the questions you send to us. So anyway, that's what we're going to be doing for 2024. We're super excited about it, but we want to just give our listeners and ourselves a little break for the holidays. Enjoy Christmas next week, everybody. I hope you really enjoy it. And New Year's the week after. By the way, guys, is there anything that our listeners need to know about how Mormons celebrate Christmas? Is it pretty much just the way we do it as well? Or is there something special that Mormons do? Um, I think it's pretty much the same. Uh, Mormon wards will definitely have Christmas parties. Um, the kids in the ward, call, they're in what's called primary, and they'll do usually a nativity play for the ward and Kind of everybody just gets together for the Christmas party, brings food. Jello, lots of jello. Funeral potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's pretty normal. You know, it's funny, as a missionary, I would always get asked, like, wait, you guys don't celebrate Christmas, do you? Or you don't celebrate holidays. And it's like, no, Mormons Mormons celebrate holidays. Mormons know how to throw a party. Oh yeah. An alcohol free party for sure. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah, Christmas Christmas is a great time though, obviously. Uh Growing up, there's a lot of different traditions that we had. One of those was acting out the nativity as a family. And so we love doing that with our kids. And um, yeah, it should be a fun time. Well, you guys have a fun Christmas with your kiddos. And to all of our listeners, Merry Christmas to you as well. We'll get, we're going to go dark for a couple of weeks, but then make sure to join us because 2024, it's going to be great. So shoot us some emails if you want to get in on some of the Q&A, or if you want to share your story in 2024 on the podcast. Share it at podcast at pursuegod.org, and uh, we'll see you in 2024. Hey listeners, Pastor Brian here. If you're enjoying our podcast, would you consider becoming a donor? Our goal is that these podcasts would reach the largest audience possible. So obviously it takes money to create good podcasts, but more than that, we want to make sure to market this to the whole nation and even to the world. That's where your donation comes in. So would you consider becoming a monthly donor? And to do it, just visit PursueGod.org forward slash donate.